0: And hello and welcome to Simon Says Let's Talk Business 2.0. We are broadcasting live today from the Business Radio X studios here in Cumming, Georgia. I am your temporary host for the day. And I am delighted to introduce your actual host, who is a SEALs coach and trainer for Simon Inc., Mr. Gary Zermelin, Welcome to the show, Gary. Oh, it's
1: great to be here. Great to be here. Thank you.
0: I said welcome to the show, but this is your show, Gary.
1: I know. It's a little bit odd, isn't it? <laughs>
0: to be on in, in the catbird seat. Yeah. Well, I am delighted to have you on the air, and I am so excited for you to share all of your SEALs training, and coaching wisdom and knowledge with our listeners. Um, Some of them might be familiar with the original series, which is hosted by Al Simon and is produced out of the Gwinnett studio. You guys have taken a leap to expand your radius and have decided to partner with us here in Forsyth, and we are excited to share the good word.
1: We're glad to be here.
0: Gary, tell our listeners a little bit about the Sandler training program as they might not be familiar with all of your offerings.
1: Yeah, well, you know, Sandler is a sales performance and training organization and consulting firm. Uh, So what we do is we help small businesses, medium, even large businesses. We're helping their sales team, which is the lifeblood of their company. So we're, we're really helping them to increase the revenues for those organizations. And we're all over the world. Uh, Sandler is a franchise and there's about 200 of them all over the world doing this very thing. So we are the largest sales organization out there.
0: Well, cheers to you guys. I know many people that have been successfully um, completed. Would you say graduate? Yeah. They graduate they, from They absolutely
1: program? do. Yeah. We do the pomp and circumstance song for them, everything. And everything. <laughs>
0: and I know that they are out there um, as extreme assets to their companies now. I want to ask you a really quick question because the show is called Let's Talk Business 2.0. And it's not entirely about sales.
1: Yeah. You know, I know that sounds a little bit odd. You would think that's what it would be about. And I could talk sales all day long. I am a sales nerd. Uh, But we thought it would be so much more interesting to be actually interviewing other businesses and kind of finding out what, is their secret sauce, if you will. We can get some pearls of wisdom from them. What a lot of people don't know is that 50% of the businesses out there don't make it past the second year and that 85% don't make it past the fifth year. So we're going to be interviewing companies that have been around for at least five years or more because they're doing something right. They got some sort of secret sauce. And so I'm just a very curious person, and I just want to know what that is because that's something that I could glean and learn from and perhaps even incorporate in my own business as well as our listeners.
0: You keep talking about sauce, and it's making me hungry, Gary. Yeah, I'll do that. I have a question, though, because you're seeking the understanding of other secret sauce, but you yourself and Sandler has a secret sauce of their own.
1: Yeah, yeah, we, we, we do. Are we you do.
0: able to share some of those, yeah. those, the components of that recipe?
1: I guess I'm going to have to. Oh. I'm going to expect my other viewers to do that, listeners. But yeah, so first of all, we have like two main ingredients. One is we got David Sandler, who came up with the methodology of Sandler. And uh, it, it's time- Tested, it proven, it works. Sandler does work. It really does increase people's revenue and their success in the sales world. So we you know we got that going, and then we added to it. Uh, what we provide is is unlimited coaching uh, with that, and that's where we can customize our training. Uh, it allows us to work with those individuals one on one until they get the outcomes. That they're hoping to get, we're more of a revenue growth partner than anything, and that, that's part of our secret sauce. We're not just going to give you some training and good luck. Uh, we're going to stay there side by side with you until you get those outcomes.
0: Now, what would you say, Gary, in your experience, is one of the biggest reason that sales people fail?
1: Oh man, yeah, that's that's a tough one. There's a lot of them, uh, but I think this one is probably one of the biggest ones is that they're going in there to educate. And and that's not what you need to be doing, especially in the discovery call. you got to be going in there to investigate. And so I made that, fault, that same mistake myself before I came to Sandler. I thought that was my job is to educate uh, the prospects that I was going to see, uh, that it was going to be a show-and-tell, and I love show-and-tell, and I was very good at the show-and-tell part. But that's not what it's about. It's to investigate and just see if it's worth being invited back for another meeting Um, it's not talking all about our features and benefits. And I think a lot of salespeople make that mistake.
0: You know what? Um, I have been in a variety of sales roles over the past couple decades and you just said something that was taught, I'd say decades ago. I still have, are you familiar with the little red sales book? Oh yeah, yeah. And they literally taught the fab method that you just mentioned. Features, advantages, and benefits. And I would say that that is an antiquated method of sales, 100%. It
1: it is. You're doomed if you're doing it. You're doomed.
0: You guys focus on sales training, coaching, business development, consulting, sales management, and also focusing on investing in your sales teams in order to retain that talent. You and I have had several conversations about why sales teams fail or the extreme turnover within a sales department. Talk a little bit about how you guys kind of enrich that culture and help the companies retain that talent that they yeah. invest in.
1: Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's interesting. A lot of people don't know this, but about 80% of the salespeople out there have not been professionally trained on, on a process or a system. Uh, they're winging it. Uh, they've been doing it maybe for a lot of years. Uh, but they don't have a process, and, and that's a problem because that catches up to you at some point. Uh, so what we do is we, we provide them that process. Uh, we provide them the resources so that they can be successful, and if they are successful, they're going to stay with you, and you're going to want them to stay. Uh, but if those things aren't happening, um, it becomes that revolving door, and that's very costly to an organization. It can cost up to 75% of whatever they're paying them to replace them. It's expensive. Uh, so we we got to stop that give them the resources they need in the training, and that's going to help the business, help them and everyone else.
0: Absolutely. I know through the marketplace, because you and I do some networking together of different scales of companies that you've worked with, and I'll be so bold as to say Chambers of Commerce, you've sure. helped You've helped uh, develop their, their teams. Talk about the types of clients that you like to work with or that you target. Is there a company too big or too small for Sandler? To help gear up?
1: You know, there really isn't. Um, I've worked with uh, individuals who are starting their own businesses, not unlike yourself. And they say, hey, by default, I'm in a sales position and I got to get good at this. And I hope to eventually have a sales team, but I can't afford one yet. So I've worked with individuals, and that's fun because my goal is to kind of double their revenue and and then they can start bringing on the salespeople. Uh, Or I've worked with very large organizations as well where they have a big sales team and uh, they know it's the lifeblood of their company and they got to get them working. But for me, what I'm looking for is do they have ambition and drive? That's what I'm looking for. Uh, I'm looking for someone who's going to be excited about working with us. Someone that's going to actually apply what we're teaching them, that they're going to be taking advantage of that unlimited coaching. And, and that way, if they keep coming to me, I can keep working with them. And then if we do that, we'll get the outcome. So I'm really looking for someone who's willing to put in that effort. That's what's important to me.
0: And you can help uh, develop their skill set. For those listening that might be unfamiliar with the different programs that you guys offer, uh, what is the length of time that one could um, allot to spend within? the program? Do you have shorter versions? What is, what does that yeah, stand look yeah. like?
1: You know, it's really interesting. Uh, we just had an interview with a couple of our people that have been with us for a while. And uh, we had a number of them that have been with us for over 12 years,
0: 12 years. Talk about retention, Gary. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, uh, a lot of people think of sales as a one, two, three, you know, a couple day class and they're all like, why would someone stay with you for over 12 years? I'm not saying that's for everybody or everyone should do that. Um, but that's how a lot of people use us because we are there to continue to reinforce the things that we're teaching. We're there to continue to uh, collaborate with them, uh, get them ready for sales meetings, debrief after. And they fail, hey, you guys keep bring, helping us bringing in the revenue. I'm going to keep using you. Uh, so yeah, that said, though, we do have a sales mastery class. It's, it's a year and some people will be signing up for that, but uh, many will stay after that.
0: I think you hit the nail right there on the head for that that term, like you mentioned, the 12 years. It's about continuing that education because you can give the salespeople the toolbox, but you have to continue to show them how to apply and reapply, and evolution occurs.
1: It's a sport, man. It really is Um, the best way to explain it because, you know, you you could be a great golfer and say, okay, I got this now, and then stop practicing. Uh, I can guarantee you after a couple of months, you're not going to be playing as well. And it's no different in sales as well. Uh, in, in golf, you've got to keep hitting the balls one rate right after another, maybe 100 at a time. Uh, we have to do the same thing in sales. Uh, we got to practice it. We do it through role play. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do that, you start getting dull. And uh, to keep that blade sharp, that's why people keep coming back to us year after year. I like that, the blade sharp. Got to keep it sharp.
0: Now, I know you hold, or you host um, seminars and, and training courses at the Sandler HQ, which is located in Gwinnett. And do you yourself lead those courses? Talk a little bit about what those offerings would look like if someone were to become involved.
1: Yeah, you know, there's. Uh, well, first of all, we have what we call the foundations. And, and so that just gives them the, uh, the, the terminology. It just gives them the process uh, of which we, we follow, that methodology. Um, after that, then they would go into Sales Mastery, which is continuing a one-day class, And in that, we just go a little bit more granular. Uh, We go a little bit deeper. We do a little bit more role-playing and things of that nature. Uh, So that's pretty pretty much how it goes. Uh, Usually people will start start up with the sales mastery right after the foundations. And, again, it's just one day a week uh, that we're meeting uh, for about 90 minutes, and then they can do the coaching with us in between. Mm,
0: Very nice. I remember um, being a part of some of those three-day training courses, like you mentioned. And although they were exciting at the time, mm, didn't really stick with you beyond them throwing the Reese's pieces at you and having you ring bells and, and things like that.
1: Well, man, it's just it. they're inspiring. Uh, they're often motivating and we do get excited from them, but then we just revert back to everything, the way we were doing it. And that's nothing to be embarrassed about. That's just human nature. And that's partially why, uh, we continue with education beyond the first foundations, which is nine weeks, because what it is, is we're breaking bad habits. And the only way, by the way, to break a habit is to replace it with another. And so what we're going to be doing is, is developing a new habit to come in there to replace the bad habit. And that takes time. That takes at least 90 days or longer to do that. And that's that's partially why you reverted back.
0: Right. And it takes practice. You have it, to continue to apply and reapply and reapply what you've learned.
1: Again and again and again.
0: You know, you made a parallel, and it's, it's very true, similar to physical fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, a muscle memory, or if you're, you've fallen out of the cadence of the gym, how it's easy to revert back to your old ways. Sure. One thing that you continue to reference, and it stood out to me as I wrote it down was sales is the lifeblood of an organization. Mm-hmm. You guys create processes and systems which help maximize efficiency for these teams mm-hmm. Break down some of those processes and systems if you're able, because I know that's a part of your proprietary um, service, but some of the things that you're able to do with your clients through consulting and training and coaching to help them achieve their goals and overcome those challenges with those processes and systems.
1: Yeah. You know, so it's done in a number of different ways. Uh, One of them is through the coaching. They may come up to me. Hey, I keep getting this challenge, Gary. Uh, What am I supposed to do here? And then we help them with that. Um, you know, what the, the goal is this is that when they're first learning these things, it's going to be clunky. It, it's, we do things differently. We have a non-traditional method, and we do it for a reason. Uh, but after a while, they'll start to assimilate it. They'll start doing some of these things. and as they continue to do that, they'll get better at them. And then it becomes, as you said, more of a muscle memory. So pretty much all of our training that we're doing is just developing that stuff and getting into place and it's providing them with a process. And that's the other thing is most people, most sales, they don't have a process. And if you're missing steps with your prospects, you will lose the deals. It's a qualification process that is involved and they don't know what that is. They don't know what things they need to be looking for or even asking. We're going to give those things to them, uh, coach them to that. And then they're going to be able to see that success at the end.
0: Very good, Gary. For those of you who are just joining us, I am speaking with sales coach and training extraordinaire, Gary Zermelin, and he is going to be the host of this series. Ultimately, I just wanted to kind of jump on and and let the listeners learn a little bit about you, Gary. Gary and I know each other actually for several years through the marketplace and through affiliations of our organization. I've seen successful People graduate through the program, and they speak leaps and bounds about you and Sandler in the marketplace. Um, Just to take it on a little personal note, for those that might not know you outside of the marketplace, Gary is a father. He is also a husband, and he has been in the Atlanta area since 1992. It's been a while. He calls Johns Creek home, which isn't too far away from here in Forsyth, and also conveniently located near Gwinnett. What do you like to do for fun, Gary?
1: Oh, boy, you know, so some things, I, this may sound a little bit odd to you, but I, I actually like do magic, believe it or not. Magic? I, magic. I know that sounds crazy. I, I started doing that for my girls. They had birthday parties, and uh, they wanted an entertainer. I said, well why don't I try it? And so I went and got a couple magic tricks and I would do that for the party. And then each year I would kept adding to the ensemble of gifts, I mean, of, of magic bag tricks. bag of tricks? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so it's been kind of a hobby, uh, but it's been interesting because I've been able to apply that, some of that stuff uh, to illustrate points uh, into some of the training uh, that I do uh, there with Sandler. so I, I
0: bet it's entertaining, too.
1: Yeah, it, it makes them go, What? what's he doing now? It gets their attention. <laughs>
0: I have to ask you, because I'm very curious, uh, was the University of YouTube where you learned magic, or did you magic go jobs. to magic school?
1: It, no, didn't do that. It's just, you know, a, a lot of it is uh, you go to some of these magic shops, they'll teach you, or you read books on it and mm-hmm. things of that nature, and it was just something that uh, intrigued me. And uh, then I've been able to use it in, in the professional world as well.
0: Well, I like that. That's very cool. Thank you for that nugget. But speaking of bags of tricks, I might be, it might be a spoiler alert here, but you brought a nice gift to the studio today, yeah, and yeah. it happens to be a bag, and it is full of tricks. Is that something that we can talk about,
1: yeah, or am we, I we letting the cat out it. of that bag? Oh, yeah, we can let the cat out of the bag. Oh, let like,
0: it out of the bag. I do do that. So Gary is a super savvy uh, marketer. Uh, undercover he's not self-proclaimed undercover. he's not yeah, self-proclaimed yeah, yeah. nothing but, in my title <laughs> um he had an epiphany one day while enjoying some chinese food with his his lovely family and when he opened see you hear us rustling yeah, the bag yeah, yeah, there, there when is. he opened his his fortune cookie it was something just generic and ambiguous and really lackluster it was so gary had the wonderful idea to create a fortune cookie yeah that had some valuable information in it. And yeah. I'll let you talk about um, the, the story behind it because it's just so cool and I can't wait to open one up and see what my fortune is.
1: Yeah, it was one of those epiphanies. I was at a Chinese restaurant and, and they, of course, give you the fortune cookie and, and I would open it up and of course it has its little saying in there and maybe the numbers to a lottery. And I was going to say, I said, you know, this is just worthless. And it always said something in it that have absolutely It's like, what is this? Uh, wouldn't it be neat if that had a great message in it or a message that could really help Valuable. Someone get a fortune, yeah. right? Wouldn't that, would, wouldn't that be kind of cool? And I thought about it. I said, goodness gracious, I think we can do that uh, because Sandler has over 100 uh, rules, if you will, that, that we follow, and not to be taken literally, but to make points, right? And I figured, why don't we take some of those and and put those into the fortune cookies themselves, and isn't that what Sandler's all about? Anyways, he helping people make a fortune.
0: Absolutely. Uh, so fortune
1: cookie, right? So what the, a
0: wonderful yeah, play. So let,
1: let's put a message in there that will help them uh, get that fortune, and uh, hence uh, I came up with the uh, Sandler fortune cookie. <laughs> I love it.
0: Well, let's go ahead and open one up on the all air right, so yeah, we can experience yeah, the, yeah. the unveiling together. Yeah, we you guys, hear the you. rustling yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the most exciting part. Yeah.
1: And then get this guy sometimes
0: you can sneak the little fortune out without. Breaking the cookie, and I feel like that's a great success when I can achieve yeah, that. that. But that let's break, yeah, it, yeah, open we're break it open, break right it now. open, break it open, make
1: a mess of your yeah. beautiful studio here. All right, so we got it here. Ooh, ooh. Do you want me to read this? Read one? the oh, fortune. This is I'm a good one. On the edge yeah. of my seat. Yeah. It says, "Close the sale or close the file." So now, you're probably wondering what that means. Yes. A little bit esoteric at first, but I'll explain what that means. So this, this is the biggest mistake again that a lot of salespeople make is, is that our goal is not to necessarily always get a yes. In fact, that's not even ethical. In some cases, we, don't, we shouldn't be doing business with people. It's, it's rarely either, a yes yeah, on yeah, the first, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not the goal. The goal is to either to find out if to get a yes or a no. Uh, either one, and, and we value the no as much as the yes. Uh, if it's not going to work for them, it's not a good fit, if they don't, you know, whatever it might be, but that allows us to move on it allows us to move on rather than keep working with someone that we shouldn't be working with at all. Cause time is the most valuable thing that we have. So it may be in your pipeline, it could be just someone that you'd met, but if it's not going to be a chance of business there, let's close the file. Let's move on to someone who can work with us. And so that's what that message is rather than keep working with someone we can't.
0: Do you know what, Gary? I think that it was, it was, It was meant for you to read that aloud today on air to me because I am the salesperson that always holds on to hope. Mm -hmm. I see potential Mm -hmm. forever because I can see the value of the partnership in the future. Mm -hmm. But I think I've referenced this. You and I were both farmers on a daily basis. We're planting seeds that might not come into fruition for years. We had a conversation before the show about one of your clients. So for me, it's hard to close the file completely, but I do recognize that's an essential component to the process that you mentioned in order to move on and make time and space for the next prospect.
1: It it may not be forever, you know, and you you, you say that to them. It says, hey, for now, it's it's, it's a no. That doesn't mean forever, Uh, but it's saying that it's not worth me emailing you and texting you and calling you every single day, you know, for the next four months or years. Um, It's not... It's a waste of your time and it's also wasting their time too, which is also something to keep in mind.
0: Can I ask you a personal question? Sure. What is an eloquent way to uh, deliver that message to your prospect when you need to close the file?
1: Yeah. You know, it, it, we actually do it in the very beginning. And that's the part that uh, we call the upfront contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do it in the very beginning. We just say that. We say, you know what? You know, it, it's very possible at the end of this uh, conversation, it, it may be a no. Uh, you may decide. I may decide, or we may both decide that this is not going to work. Are you going to be comfortable, Amanda, I'm telling me that? Mm-hmm. I like that right yeah, up front. Yeah, you yeah. kind
0: of get it out of the way. Let's
1: get it out of the way. Let's talk about it. And then what that does is it allows them to relax. It yeah. allows me to takes relax. Pressure off. It takes all the pressure off. We don't want any pressure in the room. We don't. And it immediately puts you into a consultative place. So now it's like, oh, good. This guy can take a no for an answer. If this isn't meant to be, he's going to let me know, or I can tell him that it's a no, and we can move on. And because of that, we can all relax, and we can just go to work here and see if this is a good fit or not. And so we do it in the very beginning.
0: I have another weird question for you. Oh, okay. What is your position on consultative sales versus assumptive sales?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'll tell you what. The main thing we're always telling people is no free consulting. (laughs) Uh, and that 's what I was completely uh, I was doing that all the time uh, before Sandler is that and in fact, I thought I was great. The more time I spent with you and gave you information, the more you nodded your head. I thought this was going wonderfully and it wasn 't uh, because that happens a lot uh, is that our our prospects uh, they also got a a they got a formula on us as well they 're also trying to figure out information from us, and a lot of the times they 're trying to get that free consulting or get that price from me so that they can bring down the price with their incumbent or maybe the competitor. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's what they're doing. And uh, we don't want to be giving them free consulting.
0: Thank you for sharing that. I am learning so much just through this conversation, Gary. Um, we are going to have an exciting end to this show here, and this is something that you guys can look forward to monthly. Um, Gary, with his, his host of knowledge, is going to be offering some sales tips and tricks at the end of each podcast, and it's going to be called Sales 1, 2, 3 with yeah. Gary Z. Yeah, there you go. Um, before we get into that portion, Gary, I did just want to ask you really quickly. You mentioned several times that Sandler has all kinds of rules, mm-hmm. and if that's the case i'd like to know what and why
1: yeah 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 well and, and
0: what's your favorite rule
1: yeah 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 you know rules are you know, they're just guideposts you know it's almost like on the road where you got you know guardrail guardrail right is this what it is it's just to keep you on on the road and not to go too far off of the road and, and all of that and um it, I, I guess one of the ones that i always like is is work smart not hard uh, I, I used to always work really, really hard. I was always the hardest working sales guy and every I made, I made a point that I was, mm-hmm. uh, but i wasn 't necessarily the best or the most successful. Uh, so just working hard alone is just not enough. Uh, you also got to work smart, and that 's what Sandler does is, is we help you work Teach smart. Sandler.
0: Yeah. And I imagine that there's some time management that's kind of uh-huh. encompassed in in what you guys teach, because in order to manage all those components, you have to have great time management skills. Oh,
1: yeah, you do. you got to have calendar blocking. You also got to know what your actions are, your behaviors that you need to be doing on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. So we do spend a lot of time on that as well. So what is it going to take for you? Uh, Amanda, for example, to be successful in, in your business here. And then we're going to figure out what those things are. And then we're going to make sure that we're doing them on a consistent basis and that we're doing them well.
0: Yes, very nice. Before we get into the tip and trick that I mentioned to our listeners, do share how anybody out there um, can get in touch with you or find out more about Sandler if they'd like to take advantage of your program or have a conversation.
1: Oh, absolutely. They're always welcome to to call me if they like. Uh, it's 770 two eight nine one nine nine two that's my my cell they they can also reach me through email as well it, It's a rough name so we're, bear we're with me here. Out, bear, yes. bear with me on this, but it's gary g a r y dot zermelin uh, hold on to your pencil here they have patience with me it's z e r m u e h l e n at Sandler.com. So it's Gary.Zermelin at Sandler.com. You're always welcome to email me if you have a question or just want to learn more about us, uh, or maybe you're just stumped with something that's really driving you crazy in sales. I'll help you.
0: And also connect with him on LinkedIn. He has lots of um, great information that he posts that's very valuable. I follow you and I also engage with you online. So feel free to connect with Gary on LinkedIn as well. Before we get into our sales tip and trick of the month, Gary, is there anything else you'd like to add to share with our listeners?
1: Uh, let's see. I, I guess it would be you know, this, is that you know, if, if you're struggling in, in sales, and, and a lot of people do, is that it, you don't have to be. Um, that there are resources like us to, to help you be successful in what you're doing, help your organization be more successful. And it can actually be a lot of fun. Sales is If you're good at it, it can absolutely be treacherous if you're not good at it. So we're just here to help make it more fun for everybody.
0: Well, you heard it from Gary Z, And now let's get into the tip and the trick and and is going to formally be called sales one, two, three with Gary Z. Yeah. And let's get into it, Gary. Yeah,
1: let's get into it. So how this works is this, is that, uh, and maybe you'll be the next one. The person who's listening to this, uh, that you can actually, uh, email me a question, a challenge that you're facing in the sales world. And uh, what I'll do is is I will respond to that and get back to you in the next show. Uh, So this one was actually uh, from from David. And David said this. He said, "Uh, hello, Gary. I, I really need your help. I keep running into prospects who, from the very start, want to know our price on our products. I know I shouldn't give that to them, but how do I say no? I don't want to offend them or make them upset. Uh, David, you're absolutely right. Your your gut instinct is right there. We don't want to be running in there and giving them a price. Of course, we don't call it price here. Uh, We call it investment. Uh, But nonetheless, we don't want to do that. Uh, If we do, then we kind of lower ourselves into a typical commodity. And that means we just become another number uh, against everyone else's, and we don't get those deals. We just don't. Uh, So what do we do? How do we do this in a gentle way, in a nurturing way, as we like to say? And we do this. Here's the word to remember when that happens, David. When they say that, they say, hey, what's your price? Just Give me your bottom line. Before you can even begin to ask questions or even talk about your product, say, certainly. Certainly. I'll be happy to do that. However, I just have a few questions to ask you first. To make sure we're even a good fit, I would say within twenty, thirty minutes, typically, um, I should be able to have an investment number for you to look at. Uh, does that sound fair? And ninety-nine percent of the time, David, uh, they're going to say, "Sure, that's fine," uh, because it makes sense; it's logical. Let, let's even see if we're a good fit. And you're also giving them what they want to hear. You're going to give them the number, and you've given them a time frame, which they're going to get it. Uh, so that's just a tool that will help you. Uh, Stay away from becoming a commodity or giving some of that free consulting. This guy maybe only wanted a number because he's got five other people and he's only looking at the number. He's going to pick the cheapest one. And and guess what? We don't want to play that game.
0: And that was your sales tip and trick. There it was. From Gary Zee. Thank you for that little nugget of information. If anybody would like to learn more about what Sandler training has to offer, please visit www.SimonIncSandler.com, and that is – Gary Z and Al Simon, who are part of that team. Gary, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with our listeners. I look forward to what the series has to hold. You guys can catch Gary Z live every third Thursday at 3 p.m. on BusinessRadioX.com. Simply select the First Sight Studio and click Listen Live. But more easily, you can find him on iTunes or wherever you enjoy your favorite podcasts. Simply subscribe to Simon Says Let's Talk Business 2.0. For your up-and-coming host, Gary Zermulin, I have been your temporary host, Amanda Pierce and this has been Simon Says Let's Talk Business 2.0 on Forsyth Business Radio X.
1: Thanks, Amanda. You're a great host.